Hello, this is Karel from the Redemption Podcast, and you are listening to Gamer's Table on the RPG Academy Network. This episode is sponsored by good friend of the show, Wallace from South Georgia. Thank you, Wallace. Hello and welcome to Gamer's Table. My name is Eric. This is Shannon. This is Aaron. This is Dorothy. This is Scott. This is Lindsay. And I'm Babs. What are we talking about this week, Eric? (laughs) This episode, we are talking about They Came From Beneath the Sea. Whoa! <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, so uh, Lindsay and I are just super in. It was stereo where I was sitting. That's oh, right. Yeah. It was awesome. Uh, what that means is we just completed uh, recording an actual play of a Onyx Path game called They Came from Beneath the Sea that will be out very soon. The premise is it is a 1950s era B movie sci fi horror. And I kind of wanted to get everybody's thoughts on uh, not only just the game, but just uh, some of the aspects of it, some of the things you liked about it, and also what's your thought about the genre? Is that something that you're interested in? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's really fun. I thought it was really good. I, like I said I, just before we started, I really wish we had more time to play it. I played the most Shannon ever character in the most Shannon genre ever. I'm surprised your character's name wasn't Shannon Steele. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whenever, uh, minor spoiler, whenever I was going to go under disguise, I almost said Shannon as my, <laughs> as my disguise name. <laughs> I'm disguising as myself. (laughs) To me, this game, it actually kind of captures that feel of you are in a shitty movie. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Very much so. Um, One of the things that that I liked about it, there's a mechanic in it that's called cinematics. And the way the cinematics work, you have a group uh, resource, uh, uh, whatever, you know, it's like a depleting resource that you can keep, like a pool. And what that does is you can spend an X number of these, of this resource to enact some bizarre thing that every anytime you ever watch like an Ed Wood or uh, one of these old sci-fi movies, especially the bad ones, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you see shit like that where, you know, I mean, there's things like that can happen like uh, a, a, a scene goes missing or they weren't able to produce it. So then it just like flickers and then all of a sudden you're someplace else. Or you could you choose know? a character to follow you around the whole game and if, you know, if you accidentally die, you can just use them to die for you. Right, exactly. So it's, it's, it, just has these little weird quirky rules to them. Aaron, what's the game system that it uses? Uh, I think this is their new their new Trinity system. This is Life Path system. Life, or? it's something like that. Yeah. I can't remember what they called it. Um, but it's uh, it's a D10 based system where it's similar to the World of Darkness system. Right, right. I, how, but it's almost. I thought World of Darkness was. I, I didn't think it was dice pools, but I haven't played it in a long it time. Is. It yeah. is. It is. This is very similar to. Yeah, it, and and because we had an early copy of it, it wasn't you, the character sheets I actually designed those character sheets and I'll post some pictures of them up um, cool. they are really they are really cool oh, thank you but the uh, um, look how suave my guy the is. final he's not black <laughs> he's <amazing. laughs> yes uh, there was a there was a bit of a casting error I put a uh, a different picture on uh, the character sheet than I didn't read it was a the... 1950s movie the, the director was like he's the, or the writers he's a black guy I, I don't know if that's gonna fly <laughs> <laughs> that's how you get uh, the guy who played the Chinese guy in Breakfast at Tiffany's Oh, uh, oh, uh, Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, not Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke would have been. 
Rooney. Dorothy's so, erasing all our notes. All our notes. No, because you said you were going to post pictures of the it's, kids. I've got copies. He yeah. has all these of it. That's why I was. Eric, it's their new story path. Nice. Path story paths. Yeah, yeah. That's right. So it, it's it's very similar to the world of darkness in that in the in the final product uh, character sheets it, it it even talks about it your might or whatever is dots and everything's dot based instead of n- oh, numerical yes. based. Yeah. Uh, it's very, all coming back to me now. Yeah, very much like uh, y- you know world of darkness. you know what I really liked about this game is just this is my second time playing a um, not second time actually playing a game but um, th- any type of uh, tabletop game this seemed to be very easy to follow for me whereas um, you know when in resting glitch face the the um, Shadowrun Anarchy uh, actual play we're playing um, was a little bit harder at first to get used to but I thought this one was very very user friendly very um, you know easy to adapt to. easy to adapt to easy to understand for somebody that's never really played tabletop games before and if they're really interested in some doing something like that or learning this would be a really great game I feel like I'd have to say that I'm gonna go back to the cinematics I think that was my favorite part of this in the sense that it gave a lot of player agency and I know I've talked about that before I really like when players have a say in the story and it's mm-hmm. not just kind of the, the GM telling you what's happening but when players yeah. can throw something out there and say nah we're gonna go with this and, and and really make it make sense in the story I like that this reminded me a lot of when we did like the High Plains Samurai game yeah. except to be honest I like I maybe like the structure of this one a little more because mm-hmm. I High Plains Samurai I feel like you had too much uh, freedom. freedom in it Yeah, you could just do whatever you wanted like hey I did this and then somebody else said mm, I want this to happen actually so they screw over what you just did but this was more of a it happens it's like you say it happens it happens and nothing really changes that it just kind of adds, adds on to it I like that a lot more and there was a little bit more structure to this I think it, I and think this it also helps funny with the cinematics yeah. I mean oh, yeah. it is right. genuinely funny yeah. it's very meta yeah. but it's very funny I liked this a lot actually. right yeah, yeah and that's one of the things that I actually like about it is that it's so it's you know you're playing you're playing a game the same but then you also have this like meta knowledge like and it's a game mechanic it's not just like oh hey I know this is happening it's oh hey I'm gonna play this thing and use all my meta knowledge well more than a lot of games we've played this one really felt like it wasn't just Eric with the story and we're kind of running through it it's we're just creating this as we go and it was a lot of fun like like High Plains Samurai was more of like well what do we do and then we'd kind of sit there trying to think of what to do next I think also um, part of the problem with High Plains Samurai is that like we weren't working together as a team no no absolutely we were all 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 working against each other which really hurt us but like this it, it had a structure from the start like it at least had like a goal and like the beginning of the story we we just filled in everything between and I liked that yeah and there was a there also was... hang on a second sorry I just realized <laughs> I just realized what side decided he was the main character of both of these freaking APs <laughs> well, uh, no, we know how to he do said this. he was not the main character yeah he, he said yeah. Yeah. that was my that was part of my, my but it's his my, point my, of view uh, yeah the yeah. narration was I realized I am not the main character of this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had assumed up until that point I was <laughs> but talking about the cinematics it's uh, you spend these resources and and there's so many of them and and, and that's something I noticed from everybody was yeah. there it's like oh my gosh it's like almost like um, it can be a little overwhelming yes at first. too many too many choices yeah. um, but here's my thing about it is I, I loved high plate samurai no no doubt about it and some of the yeah. other games you know I love uh, Shadowrun anarchy and whatnot mm-hmm. I think much like some of those games where uh, there's a little bit of a looser structure this is very replayable yeah. oh it, absolutely. Oh, yeah, you know, completely. You know. And I, I think this would be a lot of fun because you can even change. I mean, it doesn't have to be just they came from beneath the sea, which is the, the general premise, right? But it could be they came from outer space. Oh, or, yeah, absolutely. Or just any B-movie, you know, it could be Godzilla or whatever, right? Well, like, any, right. Anything. Like even the fact that there's so 
many uh, cinematics and things. I mean, that's this is definitely a game that you benefit from playing multiple times because then you start to like you wouldn't have to look at a bunch of sheets and say I want to do this type of thing. You'd be like I'm doing this, right? And I mean, it's like any game. It does still feel a little overwhelming because like the cinematic changes are drastic. So it's like you know when you read off what it does, it's like an entire page almost of what yeah. it can do. So I mean, but once you get the hang of it, I think. But they're fun, like the the yeah. take two. Like oh, we just had a scene, it didn't go our way. Let's do a take two, and yeah. we'll just we'll just do we'll that just over do it again. <laughs> Redo the scene, right? Right. Yeah, it didn't go our way. The when we did the uh, the the missing scene that which is part of the game that we played. Um, what had happened prior to that was one of the player characters got pretty messed up in a fight, and then but in, in reading the the rules of that particular cinematic, it says they it, they come out of the scene unhurt. So it was like he went from completely hurt to the very next thing, walking around completely normal. You know, so yeah. it, it that totally made, it's one of those moments in gaming where you really feel like the source material was adhered to. It was lovingly mm-hmm. adhered to by the person who wrote this. They they actually love this material enough that they're going to put that kind of stuff in. Yeah, it was like if um, it, it didn't feel like a generic mechanic somebody took from another game and kind of tweaked it. It was it feels like its own. Right. Yeah. And I really feel like the, the playthrough that we did did feel like a movie. You know, like some mm-hmm. games kind of feel choppy, but I feel like no one thing flowed to, no, to another or to another. And I think the way the game is played, that, that's the way it's supposed to. And that's, I, I felt that their premise was picked up in our game. And I think it flows that way, too, because anything kind of goes in this where not much is going to really feel out of character when you're going, hey, this is a you know crappy 50s B movie. Yeah, right. You don't know what's coming Something down. Feels right. awkward, yeah. What's happening in the next scene? I don't know. Like all of a sudden, you know, your, your plucky female reporter is a male understudy Stoner. janitor. <laughs> because an actress, she got sick that day. Yeah. Or she was drunk. <laughs> yeah. Right. All kinds of little things like that that you can inject in. And that's just one aspect of this game. The cinematics is, is, is a big part of it, but it's that's just one aspect of the game. You've got other things like uh, the, the trademarks, which in in mechanics, it's you have a, all of your skills that you have have a trademark assigned to that. And if whatever your trademark is applies to that, whatever you're trying to do, then you get a bonus to, you know, to your dice pool. Yeah. So it makes you think of reasons of why that would work together. And that's the other part of it that I liked about this is it's not just because, you know, uh, one of your rules, heavy rules is you need this plus this to do this. And that's not necessarily the case in here. Uh, it's what attribute are you using? What skill are you using? How is that working together to get to what you want to do? Right. And that I think gives the players way more agency yeah. than if you're mm-hmm. looking at a rule book and go, well, how do I pick a lock? Flip, 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 flip. Okay. I need this skill. I need this skill. I need this. You know, it's, it's very loose and it allows the players to dictate how they're going to overcome whatever they're going to challenge. Overcome. Yeah. Right. I think that's a, that's a huge thing. And the, I mean, how many times were you like, Hey, I've got a, I, I've got a trademark that works perfect for that, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And it, it helps with making decisions. Cause it's like, well, who wants to roll this? Hey, I got something that will cover that. I also felt like, um, you know, a lot of times, like if you're playing D and D or whatever, like you're rolling the same skills, Six skills. Right. Over the same over. thing over yeah. and over and over. And you're always yeah, doing the same thing. Things. And this is yeah. right. And this is very, like how often do you use the use magic item skill in D&D, right? <laughs> right. Um, and I don't, very, I don't very honestly different. can't think of a, I a can only single, think of maybe yeah. a couple times I ever yeah. used it on like a character that was supposed to. Yeah. I've like, never played D&D. Wow. Turn off your mic. There, there was the yeah. silence. Why, why do you say wow? <laughs> well, she's wow. played two games. She's played Shadowrun and Arkham. That's, no, that's, that's, that's you awesome. You should play D&D because D&D 5th edition is great. <laughs> that's, um, but that's awesome because if you got on online and said, who's a new role player? Raise your hand. And people were like, hoo hoo. 
How many of you have uh, of you new people have never played D and D? I bet you there would probably be. You could probably count that on one hand. Yeah. I can blame you guys for for me. So <laughs> I can play this show. Blame the show. I so, guess table. not starting out with this the D and D. No, the it gold standard. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It, no, it <laughs> doesn't matter at all. It, it doesn't matter at all. No, but no. I'm saying there's that's, enough that's, good games out there. You don't have to play. So D&D that's what I'm saying. Anymore. But like that, that's that's why I think this game is really user friendly. As somebody yeah. that hasn't really played a whole lot of games, that you know you don't you can be a beginner, and I feel like you can if you sit down and look at the rule book and and you kind of can get a feel for this pretty quickly. Well, yeah, and it, understand and have right. fun. What's with funny? It. What's funny is her yeah her experience is Shadowrun Anarchy, which is player friendly and the player friendly version of Shadowrun. Right, exactly. And this, so it's like if you sat down to play Hero System, I could see a table flip coming. You know, it's like what the fuck? Or if we switch to regular Shadowrun, even I'd be like, what? Right, you girls have no idea what it's like to play regular Shadowrun. I I got close once. I love character. I love character. Perfect level of complex, I think, because it fits the setting. So many people disagree when I talk to them. Like, what really? I love it. Like, I love having like I have a ton of skills that this like you're breaking down every we're getting off topic completely. no 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 it's but totally fine but you're breaking down everything that that person is capable of as opposed to I'm I have a lot of agility I can do these things because I'm an agile person like it's different yeah. with Shadowrun it's I might be agile but I can't do everything an agile person can do because I literally trained myself yeah. to do these I, things I, I might be able to you know bullseye six times out of ten yeah. but that doesn't mean I can definitely parkour up that wall exactly uh, I'm a lot. so glad I knew that's what you were going to use I'm so glad <laughs> don't try to throw a grenade either. Yes. Yeah. Never use grenades. Ever. <laughs> Always yeah. use grenades all the time. That's right. You can, play, you can play with oh, our friend Sean. The, uh... And Greg. Yeah. And Greg. All yeah. three of you can play your own game, only That's grenades right. are weapons. Yes. My, fa- <laughs> my favorite my favorite grenade story is always will be the Greg throwing the uh, grenade, hitting the hitting the, the sill of the door in oh. the stairwell and it bouncing back and getting the chunky salsa rule yeah. where it, it, it resonates off the wall. And somehow only killed his character. Of it course. didn't even kill the person we were fighting no. it didn't even but it killed me. him <laughs> I didn't even take damage and I got hit with it twice <laughs> but Greg just turned into mush I don't know my favorite grenade is still whatever it was the very first time we played Shadowrun 5 and uh, Sean dropped a grenade in Woodside's lap at the end oh, of the mission oh that's right it was a broken op yep. and he, instead of in, it was like oh the we kidnapped this person in, so that way you know we could uh, try and ransom him or something like that and then it completely went south and he was like well the job's broken. He just pulls up a uh, bike, pulls up next to next to Aaron's car, drops a grenade in there, and takes off. <laughs> Boom! Yeah, and you're dead. There's no surviving that. <laughs> Me and the person we had kidnapped. The, you kidnapped, right? Yeah, you're supposed to be like. He's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I'm out. <laughs> I gotta say, that's that's probably the greatest one. I mean, I, I, yeah, every time I hear it, it makes me laugh. <laughs> so back to this game, we haven't even talked about oh, the absolute we best part of they came from beneath the sea. The quips. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't I even get to use one. The, the last one I got to use too though. So what are the quips? Not not specifically, but what what's the mechanic? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So it's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, I, I didn't know, know you wanted me to. Why would Eric be the one? You brought it up. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I guess in the uh, in the actual game, you're going to have them on cards and they're going to be dealt out to you. But they're yeah. essentially one-liners that you can use throughout the uh, the game. And if you roll enough successes when you use one, you become you get a you get one of the uh, the um, free cinematic. cinematics for free, yeah. and then you become part of the the trailer for the movie. Can I can I say that if we would have had cards for quips, I feel like and like we use them appropriately in like situations, that would make the game even more fun. Yeah. Because we're gonna try and fit in these ridiculous quips and like mm-hmm. and it would just be that much more hilarious. 
hilarious. Yeah. I think it'd be fun to just write new ones too. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. For yeah. your character, yeah. be like, I think this is it's, exactly it's, something my character would it's, say. It's kind of like injecting Cards Against Humanity. I was just about to yeah. say, it's like Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> just make the most yeah. horrible, yeah. R- like raunchy ones. Yeah, and absolutely. just wait for the time to drop it down. <laughs> I just find it hard to communicate with anything that's dangling. <laughs> Yeah, yours are the best. <laughs> Just that one. So, yeah, there's a... With anything that's dangling. <laughs> Didn't encounter anything that's dangling, which I'm happy for since I, it's an air. So I was going to say, I was going to, like, inject some story, like, because we cut out so much, and I was right. going to bring up stuff that didn't actually happen. Well, that's one of the deleted scenes we can throw in there. Well, right, yeah. I was So I was going to throw in stuff that didn't happen. I was going to say that I shot you at some point, because, <laughs> so, like, we were being chased, and then, like, you and I, like, had some kind of affair or something at at some point I was gonna make up like all this like BS stuff but I was like nah there's no point yeah, and, and <laughs> we, were, well, we were moving too fast like right. there was no time to like throw it in so I was like well spoiler alerts <laughs> but the the part where we were actually in the facility and we were looking through all of the different like dossiers and files and all that stuff on the goings on of this town yep. I was totally expecting like a scene from the fly to happen where you know this brambling scientist just comes in and starts mutating in front of us and that's what I thought the the, um, the door opening was yeah when when it slammed open I was like oh this is it it's finally <laughs> happening um, we didn't even get to the juicy part about your character that she's she was trans yeah, yeah. that was kind of cool but I don't think I mean <laughs> I had kind of mentioned it in a text before and this may be very off color and inappropriate but I don't know that that was necessarily something that was going to come into play aside from the fact that she's just a beefy chick mm-hmm. and I was gonna <laughs> like she's just she is she's 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 got the best she's, might of all of them. Yeah, yeah she's she ex-military and she's a total badass. But I was because obviously like gender change surgeries weren't a thing in the fifties when this takes place. So mad scientists. Yeah, the only thing that I was gonna say that could in any way, shape, or form indicate that she was trans is that I was gonna like make it a point to scratch my junk or something. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't obviously know. you needed a sex scene. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh yeah, it could have been one of your stupid hermaphrodites. <laughs> I could have brought up none of my hermaphrodites are stupid. Oh, that's they're, true. They're all this really smart. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! But yeah, I, I there were so many like without even doing the cinematic like mechanic, just in the overall gameplay, there were so many different cinematic like elements. You know, the door slams open very abruptly and dun 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 that this happened. So right, and Brandon gets hit over the head with a ladle. With a ladle. <laughs> <laughs> so like even in gameplay it felt like we were in a movie yeah I agree. so I, really I tried to that. do some of the things you know very you know uh invaders uh, invasion of the body snatchers yeah. kind of you know everybody standing very still and then slowly yeah. turning and looking and you know I, short of just you know like um uh, keep, uh not keeps on donald sutherland going you know yeah. what I mean? that's yeah, basically, that's what I was going for. I'm not gonna lie. the 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 part. Oh, can I? I don't want to spoil it. I it's guess. Fine. Just say it's spoiler fine. alert. Spoiler alert. I, the, the people who are listening part, to this are gonna listen to it anyway. The so it's part fine. where they're down by the beach and it just takes an eel out and then he just starts eating it. Was kind of like oh, <laughs> very PBG. <laughs> and they just like put their heads together and they're like, <laughs> like talking. And I was like, Whoo, it's a little creepy. Well, I, like I do want to say that one of the nice things about the cinematics is when it seems like something 
could bog down or take a long time. Like, say, the, a fight. A fight can take a really long time out of the game. And then you just say, missing scene, and right. it's over. <laughs> right. You just move on to the next thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's that's cool. the way it's designed. I mean, it's like, and you know, especially if it's going bad for the players. It's, let's say, it, you know, the tide turns and you're you're getting screwed up. You drop that and boom, you come walking out, you know, eating a, an egg sandwich. Fried egg sandwich. A few of them. <laughs> another, of them and a cup of coffee. Another thing that I really like is, uh, you know, talking t- talking about the fights. Like so many games are very fight oriented. And like, because this is a B movie, like it's not going to be com- a combat oriented game. Yeah, you're not yeah. rolling around shooting guns and all that stuff. Yeah. It's I a, have great. I well, you could, but it's I'm really cheesy, dude. <laughs> yeah. My character it's, was amazing with the guns. Not once did I get to touch one. <laughs> it's a miracle we could even ex- afford the explosion at the end. <laughs> yeah. That's where all the budget went. That's right. All the budget went to that one. Just firecrackers. <laughs> yeah, just zoom in on firecrackers. <laughs> they just spent way too much money on the marijuana, too. <laughs> they burned legit marijuana. <laughs> uh, I'd be really interested to see how this works in, like, long-term play. Because, like, the game itself, I think, would be great for long-term play. Like, the genre and everything like that. I agree. But it at may- the same time, like, you know, you have that feel of a single movie. And so I think that would be harder It'd to be do. a movie but- franchise. You would have, they came from Beneath the Sea 1. They came from Beneath the Sea 2. Right. And you'd essentially. But you, could also, you could, but you could also drag it out, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, we, so the, we rarely we kind rush of push through, through scenes yeah. Yeah. quickly. Well, just, the way that this was set up, to. even yeah. at the end like of the story, like it was to where it could branch off and have nothing to do with what we just did. Yeah. Right. It turned right. it into like a sci-fi like seasonal show. Like the, I, I like the idea Zone series of, yeah. kind of a thing. I like the idea of have like playing like different movies but having the same characters like but different backstory every time. American Horror Story. <laughs> oh, it's like different actors. You're like just you do like an anthology same actors, season. Same actors, yeah. same, actors, same, yeah. actors same names, same skills and attributes, different, different backstory. Different yeah. setting. Different setting. Yeah, different, right. different setting and different different backstory. So like in this one, she, uh, my character was uh, living with her sister and all of a sudden the next movie she doesn't have a sister anymore and <laughs> you could you could even add more to this game if you wanted to you could even do like a uh, like, like expanding from like even that idea let's say they're actors yeah but maybe they're trying to get roles maybe you have to get like a certain level of agent before you can get certain roles or <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. it's totally to, meta so yeah. you're playing it as the player yeah. or as yeah. the actor as the actor himself so you're trying to get a role and like I really need this role I need my agent to really oh no, my gosh you don't get that it. would be someone so else, fun someone else beat you for the role yeah. so have a <laughs> session where you're playing a movie and then the next session you're playing the actor yeah. and like doing role play well, and like, so let's say yeah. like like we had that character Max right yeah like let's say he had a way better agent than me or his uh, dad owns the studio right. and all of a sudden he was my character and I had to play his character which my character doesn't fit a nerdy like right. nobody and he doesn't necessarily fit what my character would be but now I'm in this role because I gotta well, get paid and, and there's other things that you could do with that too and I, I don't know if uh, Matt has aspirations to do something like this but do things like like what you're saying almost taking it to the, the even more meta level yeah. and it's like one of your things like a, a drawback could be you're really an A-list actor but you got roped into this yeah. you know <laughs> oh, yeah. it was in that the happens contract. so often yeah, and it's like yeah. oh my god you, I don't want to be here you get the dream movie but then you also have to be in this terrible right. movie yeah. or, or yeah. even you know or it could be something where you know you are an A-list actor but you're totally into it kind of like uh, with Alec Guinness right you know that when uh, Mark Hamill asked him why are you doing this he's like I always wanted to play a wizard you know yeah. so I mean it's it's one of those things where you could even do it that level where it's like you're doing it just for fun you know what yeah. the hell I'm doing it for fun I'm with my friends uh, you know it's kind of like the uh, the original Oceans movies or Oceans 
Ocean movie, you know, Ocean's Eleven. Uh, it was just the Rat Pack because yeah. they wanted to hang out in Vegas and make a movie. Yep. Yeah. You know, you could do the same thing. It's just like we're just a bunch of actors that hang out together. Or Adam Sandler and his friends. Yeah. We're making right. every we movie he made. Yeah. Well, and the like sad parallels to that too. Like if you don't get the role that you really want and you get stuck in this stupid B movie. I the other day I was watching like a something and it had like a trailer or not a trailer like a commercial or an ad or something before it and it was a Hyundai ad and it's literally Jason Bateman in the Hyundai ad. Right. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute. Okay, you kind of fell off the face of the earth, but I remember seeing you in quite a few movies. I that like. motherfucker fell off the face of the earth twice because yeah. he was a child actor and then he. Yeah. yeah. So then I was like, is that Jason Bateman? It <laughs> is. Argue, what the hell is I he argue, doing in a Hyundai commercial? I'd argue he fell off the face of the earth three times. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I like the idea of like kind of going back to what you said. You could even do like you know you have the movie series, you know, movie one, movie two, and then you're like, well, let's do like a TV series now yeah. oh with the God, same yeah. characters, but you know now it's like less a short budget. episodes. There's <laughs> so many budget. different applications. Yeah. Right. And then and then you could even do like uh, you have set like if you let's say you did something like TV, right? Like maybe you're not doing a movie thing, you're doing TV. Then you would actually have set themes because each episode of a TV show is okay. Well, this person got this stolen from them. How they deal with it and yeah. things like that. So you'd have like a whole episode dedicated to getting this thing back or dealing with right. somebody on drugs or something like. Yeah. I think somebody crap. brought up uh, uh, Twilight Zone. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, yeah. that would have been Lindsay. And that's that. It, you could do it that way too. Oh, you could definitely do this. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah I mean, because Twilight Zone would use the same actors sometimes mm-hmm. in different yeah. different applications, different different. Well, that's like, that the, that's like the an- anthology series of like an American, American Horror, Horror Story, story mm-hmm. where you'd have yeah, a story right. for you know, like she said, or Shannon said, yeah, where you can use the same characters from each season to another. They just have different roles, different roles, and but still have maybe some crossover. I was I was referring more to B movies when they are series, they're not good at con- continuation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're not <laughs> yeah. good at continuity. Well, and, and one of the things about Hollywood, especially at this time, um, you had actors who were, the, you know, you you had the MGM actors. Mm-hmm. You had the Paramount actors. Yeah. Um, so you guys would have all been the, you know, let's say the MGM actors and then play it again with completely different <laughs> actors because, you know, the way Hollywood always does, there's always a Deep Impact and an Armageddon, right? Yeah. There's, a, there's always like copycat movies going on. Play the same game. Do you with have a Jesus actors. movie? We need a Jesus Actually, movie. Actually, that'd be really cool if you did. Like, let's say, let's say we played this story again, but there were slight tweaks to make it not copyright infringement. We, we, we and just, you had to play different people. Trade. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, right. Yeah, you would just trade characters. And yeah. <laughs> everybody would play the same different character, but the same story. You know. Yeah. But uh, then, but then, like, take like major pieces out. Like, oh, yep, there is no, um, there's no airplane. It's just a uh, old school bus. You right. know, like or a tank or something <laughs> like, like that. They, right? they couldn't afford. They couldn't afford an airplane for this film. So all you get is a is a is a jet ski. You know, well, like, we can't have right. this movie in the same way as the <laughs> other one. <laughs> and then you got to figure out your life. I got to ramp of... the jet ski over the over the island. No, instead of Hawaii, That's jumping the shark. Instead of Hawaii, it's, it's in Alaska. Right. Like, it's exactly. a totally. It's That's the same right. premise, just in a. You're different still movie. using the jet ski in the jet ski still there. No, it's a, it's a snowmobile. It's a snowmobile. No. Got to adapt to the environment. It's a it's a snow jet ski. It's a snow ski. Snow skis. Snow skis. I was fairly confident that this group would like this game, uh, mostly just because it's one of those games you can sit down. It, you don't even really necessarily need to have a really in-depth plot with subplots and all that stuff because the players can inject some of that stuff in-game mm-hmm. and just like, hey, we got, got an afternoon, we got an evening, you know, maybe it's a, a side game of, of what your regular game is. Hey, let's play. They came from beneath the sea tonight because so-and-so and so-and-so can't make it. Let's just have some fun and play a game. You could definitely do a short game of this. You could really pick it up and just do like a, an hour or two. Just, I still... I'm, well, 
it's like I'm, a replacement, though. I think he's saying, like, if you yeah. have a regular group, yeah. Right. I think I'm 100% sold on Brandon's idea of we're playing the actors. <laughs> and then I, we're the actors in the actual movie. Yeah. yeah so you we have mean, a movie over three sessions, and then you have a session where you're actually playing the I feel actor. Like that would, yes. <laughs> I feel like that would really work just because of how everything's set up as far as, like, cinematics and all this stuff. Like, it would make sense. Like, it you get it negotiated into your next contract yeah. that yeah. certain cinematics have to be you have to get them for like a well, reduced price or but something. then it'll be so what funny if, to carry the meta aspects of like oh you beat me to this role yeah. in the next movie so I'm pissed at you or yeah. something or, or like you're I'm having an affair right no that's exactly what him. I was thinking that's exactly what I was thinking because like I was thinking oh it'd be really funny because Brandon and I always play characters that hate each other it'd be really funny if like for the movie scenes we're playing characters that are at ends but then like in the one session where you know engaged and about to be married and just bought a house together yeah. I like the idea of like uh, even setting goals for the characters. Even like let's say the mo- let's say if it's a movie. You're, this is not going to be a long term game. Let's say it's going to be like what we just did, like a one shot. So it's a you're filming the movie, and after it's done, it's done. You're doing different, and you'd have goals for like um, your pay, basically. Oh, like, almost like like, uh, like like incentives or perks yeah. or something. So like let's say okay, I was able to do this in this movie. Boom, that's like a portion of like maybe you have like three things you have to hit, and then you get paid your full amount you're supposed to, uh, and then maybe you so use like that additional money. goals for yeah. the movie. additional yeah. goals for like the individual and then even then after that let's say you use that money outside so you're using that money outside the movie clearly right but let, you're using it for acting lessons maybe you get like bonuses to bonuses too so or, yeah. or I want to buy a house in Hollywood yeah <laughs> right. or maybe uh, there's even like complications with that stuff like if you let's say you bought a role for like I just bought a new sports car well you were in an accident now you only have one arm <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god right, meta James is Dean. becoming even yeah. more yeah. so I'm, what I'm we're really... saying here is Matt we need a, we need a companion piece that is how to play the actors. <laughs> I'm sure that's not his plan at all, but I hope somebody homebrews this because I love it. And I'm actually really interested to see where the game goes from here, just period. Yeah. Because I just really, I really like it that Well, much. and that's mm-hmm. the thing, you know, when when uh, we talked about doing this, um, we had our option to do whatever game we wanted to do. And this wasn't, this was something that we were approached and asked to do. Um, but not the speci- specific game, but it's just, hey, can you do this? You want to do a, a, an AP? And this is the game we chose. Uh, most Mostly because of the premise and everything. And I was like, I'm, I'm really glad that we did because we tend to play serious games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's Not like... Not me. <laughs> well, Shannon plays her own game. Yeah, uh, everyone else plays serious games. Everyone gets mad at me. That's why Brandon's characters always hate me. <laughs> that's true. It, it, that's, that's mostly it because your characters are always not at all... Well, I, your characters are not what I would like in real life. So <laughs> I just don't like them. So... But this is uh, this was a nice change. I, I, I I'm glad that we did this, and maybe playing you know tongue in cheek silly games every once in a while to kind of as a ca- all uh, the time. palette, palette a cleanser. Yeah, yeah. It, it really helps uh, loosen things up. It was really fun. I mean, we we laugh around the table all the time, but like this was specific. The game made it that much more. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah. Any last thoughts before we wrap it up? Lindsay's tired. <laughs> uh, how about some ham? Some ham with those eggs. How about some ham with those eggs? Yeah. There's no one I'd rather better than. Creature like <laughs> if you want something done right, ask a Latino girl. <laughs> we could sure use a good atom bomb right about now. <laughs> 
Oh that would have been so good. <laughs> I know. I said I wanted to say it before, we, like when we were trying to oh. to decide what we were going to set the fire. Well, you didn't get to. I know. I tried to add it in post, but. You know, there's a deleted scene option, right? You can just go back and throw that in. Deleted go. scene, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Man, she, she overpaid for that one. <laughs> you know, like She's throwing premiere. in multiple deleted yeah. scenes. Yeah, premiere right. when the, everybody like loves the movie and they're just clapping. That's how I feel we should end the night. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was so good. So thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you guys next time.